0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Colonial Connections. This is the podcast designed by the School of Nursing, Education, and Human Studies at Robert Morris University, and I'm your host, Dr. Mark Myers, and it's my privilege to serve as the Dean of the school. As we've gotten this podcast up and running, we begin to see some of the connections that we are making between RMU, the School of Nursing, Education, and Human Studies, our community, these professional connections, advanced degrees, online programs, leadership and on-ground programs, and learning have all been demonstrated. But I think today's guests will actually demonstrate these in a number of very different ways. And it's my privilege to introduce our psychology graduate assistant, our GAs, and, and Bri, i let you introduce yourself first.
1: Hi everybody, um, I'm Brianna Bunner. I am a second year graduate student in the MS in Counseling Psychology program, as well as a graduate assistant in the psychology department. So welcome everybody, it's nice to meet everyone.
0: Amber, how about yourself?
1: Hi,
2: my name is Amber Sobak. I am a first-year Master's in Counseling uh, graduate student, and I'm the first-year GA. Welcome, and we're glad to have you here.
0: Thank you both so much for joining us. And what I want to first talk about is you guys are in such a unique setting because you live in multiple worlds at the same time in that you're students, you're workers, but you're also doing a lot of service things with our students. So the first thing I'd ask is, like, why in the world are you a G.A.? So, Bree, we'll start with you since you're laughing so hard and I can't see Amber laughing at the moment. So
1: Sure, sure. So um, I really like this um, G.A. position because I get a different um, perspective when it comes to students. So not only am I able to help them um, in ways that, you know, will benefit them in their future careers and as a person overall, but um, I've been through it. So it makes sense as why I would just kind of step into this role and be able to provide all the knowledge that I can to help others thrive.
0: Amber, how about yourself?
2: Uh, pretty much the same as Bree, but I also like that I get to work within the department and I get to work with the staff and everything. It's nice to get er- to know everybody on a different level. You know, it's a really beneficial thing to help with the experience overall.
0: So when you're working with the students, like you talked about, there's different opportunities to work with them on different levels and they are where you were not that long ago. So is that something that really got you interested in becoming a graduate assistant in the first place?
1: Yeah, uh, for me, it definitely was, um, especially when it comes to instances like practicum or um, internship. And so for undergraduate students, that practicum experience, sometimes it's difficult to understand like, what resources you have, who you can talk to, what the process looks like, what the requirements are. And so being someone that's been through it, I have that extra knowledge and I also have resources that I can provide to them in order to help them through this process.
0: So, Amber, can you give me an example of some of the interactions that you have with the students?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, we
2: um, have the webinar series, Let's Talk, and it's one of those things where we are uh, providing different topics to help the undergraduate students, and the undergraduate students have the opportunity to join us on Google Meet, and we have been getting some of an audience, so it's nice to have them come and join us, and after the fact, you know, we get to have nice conversations, I just did my um webinar series discussion on practice comes yesterday and i had a few girls show up and after we talked for about 45 minutes so it was really nice
0: so you're really putting into action what you were just talking about in terms of getting their questions answered on an individual basis but also as a group at the same time
2: right
1: yeah
0: so what what type of topics have you done for let your let's talk series
1: oh there's a there's a variety to be honest and each semester, we like to focus on a a bunch of different ones just to provide different perspectives and to be able to make sure we're covering all topics. And so this um, fall semester, we started out with um, networking and like projecting your best self and like understanding what your professional image should look like, which Dean Myers actually attended and helped us with. Um, And then we have the practicum. We have some coming up that looked like um, becoming a school counselor, like what are the steps, what are the criteria, um, things like that. In the spring, we're looking to actually do a seminar with the master's in counseling psychology um, graduate students in order to kind of show that perspective, like what's next after undergraduate. Um, there's a, information on the 3 plus 2 program. And so helping them with that, um, resume building, um, finding a practicum, thesis, uh, concentrations in our department, um, things like that.
0: Okay, I have to ask because I'm assuming 3 plus 2 is not a mathematics one. So 3 plus 2 is what?
1: Um, our 3 plus 2 program is the three years of bachelor's integrated with or accelerated into a two years of a master's program. So when you come out with that degree or degrees, I should say, um, you will be not only a like a licensed psychologist once you take the NCE and once you meet all the requirements, but you come out with two degrees in five years instead of in six.
0: So Amber, when you're doing all of this, that you're talking about, it sounds like that's a quite a load of stuff that both of you are doing. You're also taking coursework at the same time. Does this help you or does it just provide new ideas that you're bringing into your coursework as well?
2: Um, I, I definitely think it's a little bit of both because, um, you know, it's one of those things where some of the information we got, me and Brianna got in our undergrad, we've been able to provide in our master's program. But then there are new things that we're doing as a department that we're also learning and we're able to apply to what we're doing in our
0: classes. How would you build on that? Uh,
1: yeah. Um, I would actually like to point out that we have a clinic in our department, um, and it's a training clinic for our graduate students. And with that, we're able to not only – uh, like apply it like apply our skills but we're also able to help those that are underneath us so it's really a mixture of like how are we going to connect our undergraduate students with our first year students with our um, graduate level individuals and kind of how that all works together And, and then you take this and it's basically like career counseling as a graduate assistant position because You're helping them with practicum. You're helping them with resumes. You're helping them with things that will advance their career, in a sense. And so we really already are applying our counseling skills.
0: So you're doing the same thing for yourself in a way that you're doing for the undergrads at the same time. Correct. That's fascinating. What's the thing about your coursework that you're most excited about that you're doing right now? And that can be to either one of you, Amber. You wanted to go first because Brie has lost all eye contact with me right now, so I think it's up to you. (laughs)
2: Um, yeah, so um, some of the courses that I'm currently taking right now are psychological assessment, uh, theories of counseling, uh, counseling skills, and psychopathology. Um, right now, by starting psychopathology, I love how we are learning about all the different diagnosis that the DSM-5 provides. I think all are very um, interesting and unique to learn, and I mean, obviously, they're very important within our field, so it's been really nice to go through the class with Dr. Panett to See all the different diagnoses that DSM-5 um, provides.
0: Go on,
1: Yeah, and so um, for me, we are actually in the core of our skill building because we are in our advanced counseling skills class, and then we apply that in our internship, which we have about 300 hours for this semester and then 300 hours next semester, where we get to apply the things that we're learning in the classroom, and then also receive feedback from our professors on how to adjust that, how to become better counselors, um, and then also taking that into our work with our undergraduate students.
0: So when, when you're looking at the program now, you have a very different lens and you know, you're a second year and Amber's a first year. So if you're looking back at your, you know, your undergraduate self, how much has it changed as the program's gone through from your point of view, from the beginning to where you are now?
1: Actually, very much so. So when I came in freshman year um, into a general psychology degree, we didn't really have a lot. We didn't have our master's program. We didn't have a lot, or we did, but it was very new. Um, We weren't accredited. Now we're in a, a place where we have like clinical sports psychology and we have um, just different concentrations, and then you add on the clinic, you add on master's level. We're accredited. Like there's so many opportunities that are, are available now that we did not have in the three plus two program, especially because I know if I was a freshman, I would have done the three plus two,
0: hundred percent. Amber, how about yourself?
2: I agree hundred percent with uh, Brianna. Yeah, the three plus two was being offered as we were getting ready to transition into our senior year, so. We just missed the cut. If I was given an <laughs> opportunity, I definitely would have taken it.
0: <laughs> so, what's your what's your uh, Brie? What's your professional goal right now for yourself when you finish the program? Because you've sort of got that light at the end of the tunnel up ahead for you.
1: Yeah, um, I actually plan on going into a doctoral program to become a clinical sports psychologist. Um, it would be a PsyD or even a PhD. I'm not really sure. It all depends on where I get accepted. Um, but I plan on kind of incorporating that into the college population because I'm very much interested in that population as well as the student-athlete population.
0: And so, Amber, I know for yourself that the light at the end of the tunnel is a little farther down the road for you, but what are you planning to do, you, thinking about when you complete your master's studies?
2: i would love to open up my own practice um i haven't really gone to a specialty yet i am stuck between two right now i'm um, stuck between um addiction and sports because i do have that sports concentration with my bachelor's so i'm kind of playing around and i'm gonna see if i want to continue on to get my PsyD. i haven't fully decided yet but i'm sure i'll figure it out soon
0: that's okay you still got a while it's all good but it's it's fascinating just to hear what the two of you are talking about and and the variety of Areas within psychology that you just rattled off going through with the different specialties and everything else. So, if someone you know just walked up to you today and said that they want to study psychology and they know nothing more than that, what would you tell them about studying psychology?
1: Um, I honestly would approach them as I approach our undergraduate students because a lot of them come in with that same idea of like, I like psychology, I like the mind, I like where it can take me, but I don't know. And so, we kind of just dive into their interests what what is a population that you'd like to work with Um, what is like and that could be like the different professions with our full-time faculty Dr. Monda is really into sports psychology Um, Dr. Panda is more of a clinical side you also have um, different perspectives like Dr. Wheeler is very much career and industrial organizational Um, Dr. Newman Boone is really focused on counseling and Dr. Paul oh my gosh he's He was my favorite class, um, I probably would say, but he has a lot of different hats um, in terms of his interests. But yeah, there's so many different ways. And then we would just kind of push them in that direction or like give them resources in order to get where they want to go.
0: And Amber, I'm going to turn the same question a little different lens for you. What would you tell the undergraduates that are thinking about pursuing graduate study in psychology?
2: Um, similarly similarly to Brianna's answer, um, I would provide all the opportunities that can happen within the field after you get your um masters degree in counseling. Um, I would definitely dive into a deeper lens of what specifically would you want to do because once you get your license there is so much more opportunity. You can have your own practice, you could work in a school, you could work with other people in other practices, you can there's so much more you can do. So it's getting really into that deeper level of how far do you want to go? And would you want to continue on to get your side or PhD?
0: So, and I know subtly you guys have hinted at the, the site and PhD that we need to get here at Robert Moore. So yeah, we have to work on that one for you guys also, but I want to also ask you, what's the, from a GA perspective and looking at the university and the interaction with the students, it it just sounds like you have like a faculty hat, a student hat, a, a staff hat all at the same time. So what's the best part about being a graduate assistant?
1: Honestly, I would just say the connection that you have and the networking opportunities, um, mainly in the sense of, like, if you don't have the answer, you know someone that does, and you... you you reach out to them and you're able to say like, okay, from a GA perspective, I have this opportunity to provide resources for these undergraduate students. As a student, I have that knowledge of like, I can then pass that on to undergraduate students. I have connections with faculty that if people need information, I can approach that faculty member and say, this is kind of what's going on. Like, can you help me with this? What resources do you have? How can we make a connection? How can we collaborate between different departments even too so um, I know in, in my role I'm um, actually the clinic um, not only is for just undergraduate students but we actually just started this sport um, athletic side of the clinic, which um, we now have a collaboration between the athletic department and our clinic and it's really nice to be able to bridge that gap.
0: Amber, how about yourself
2: um, By Having the opportunity to be the GA, um, I can say that we're all one big team. Like I have made so many new connections that I didn't have before, and I know that we can all work together to help not only ourselves, but the undergraduate students as well. I've met so many new students that I haven't gotten to know and I'm starting to know now, and it's just like one big team, and we all help each other. It's really awesome.
0: And the one thing I, I, that just impresses me with talking to both of you is that you're also th- the biggest advocates for your profession in so many different ways, and that's just amazing to see. But I know that there's people out there listening going, okay, you did all the great stuff. So what's the toughest thing? I won't say bad or worst, but what's the toughest thing about being a GA besides it seems like only having 24 hours in a day to do all the things you're doing?
1: I I would say that and um, the toll that it takes on you mentally um, because you are exhausting yourself in so many different ways, um, not only as a student, as a GA, in your various roles, um, it gets tiring. And then on top of that, you have a personal life and um, definitely managing that and making sure you get enough self-care is something that we're really trying to emphasize in our, not only in our cohorts, but um, within ourselves.
0: Amber, how about yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty much the same, you know,
2: it's it's a lot, but it's rewarding, you know, being tired and being burnt out a little bit kind of makes it all worthwhile for the experience.
0: It's like no pain, no gain, but people usually talk about it in a different perspective on that, but I like the idea about self-care. That's hugely important. So the other thing I wanted to ask you both about is there's a lot of community connections, and you've mentioned a lot of the partnerships that you have, you know, with the athletics and everything else. But what are the other type of community partners that you interact with as a part of the program or that you help coordinate for the undergrads? Because you said you were helping them with their practicums and and experiences such as that.
1: Yeah, um, I would say just in the sense that places that we've gone and the practicums that we've had, we have relationships with those supervisors. I know specifically um, I was at Jade Wellness for my practicum my first year in the program, And I was then able to help some of my peers um, to get practicum sites in in that realm. Um, My GA last year, my second year GA last year, Carrie um, actually was at Jade, and she helped me to get my um, practicum there. And now I'm at Duquesne at my internship, and I have that connection. We have now built that connection just by attending, just by being there and reaching out. I've been the first one from Robert Morris. And so that's a cool way to kind of help the next person
0: that's great amber how about yourself
2: um kind of like brie i have had the opportunity to um go to gateway i'm going to be at gateway rehab in green tree uh this spring semester and when i was being interviewed she's like i think they're the first master's program students to come to our specific site so that felt good to know that i was able to start that connection with them there and i hope that future um, Students in our graduate program can utilize Gateway Rehab. I'm very excited to start, but I've actually been currently working on updating our practicum site list. So I've been in contact with a lot of different sites, trying to get the insights for our graduate and undergraduate students that way. They have a nice, decent list to go off and they can have some resources knowing that they'll have a good relationship going to
1: these specific sites.
0: And you just got a, a, a ovation from Bree here. She's over here clapping as you're talking about it, so that's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's wonderful <laughs> that we were able to, like, you were able to do that, and we were able to update that list, so yeah. The
0: the part that's amazing for me to hear you guys, and, and you both have downplayed it so much, and it just, it cracks me up to to hear you do this, but this is a program that when you guys were undergrad really was in baby steps mode. And now you guys are trailblazing out and setting new partnerships for the master's program effort, newly accredited and expanding as we're getting in there. But you're also such an advocate for the purposes of the program Mm -hmm. and that you can see the growth in what you've talked about just personally, but also the opportunities that that are there for the students, too. And that's just amazing. So I just want to thank both of you for that. That's just absolutely amazing.
1: Thank you, Dean Myers, the
0: other the the other thing I wanted to ask you, because I don't want to keep you on the hot spot for too much longer. But the other thing I would talk about is if there was something that you think should be an experience that everybody should have that for their own self-care, you know, post COVID, everything else, because I know you guys have done sessions about impacts of COVID and things with the students in your last Let's Talk series. What would be the, the one piece of advice you have heard that you would share with everybody about self-care moving forward in a post-pandemic world?
1: I would definitely say that it's important and that it's different for everyone. So self-care can look like so many different things, um, whether that's talking with someone, whether that's exercising, um, whether it's spiritual, whether it's mental, emotional, like whatever you need to get you through And then it's also identifying outside resources. I know for me, like Dr. Monda has been a rock through a lot of my academic career. And just having that too, is a way to say like, I'm not alone, she gets what I'm going through. And that's how I think I've made it through a lot of the difficult times in my life.
0: Amber.
2: I would definitely say um, to find the best practices that work for you, because like Bree said, all self-care can be practiced differently and finding what best fits you is essential to practicing that self-care and knowing that you're allowed to have self-care. I feel like a lot of like students feel like they they aren't worthy of it or they're not supposed to have it. I'm personally one of those students I feel like I always need to be on the go. So really taking that time for myself to establish that self-care is important. So to know that we have the resources we do and to know that it is important to utilize them, I feel like it's the best advice I can give. Everyone deserves self-care at one point or another in their life.
0: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And I think the most important thing to remember that you guys are highlighting here is you guys are professionals and training to be professionals. And it's okay for you to get help, let alone everybody else out there that there is help available and at least someone to talk to that you can find. And that's amazing. So, Amber, I'm going to let you go first with this one because Bree's been going first with them from a, a last question standpoint. If you were to give a piece of advice to this year's freshmen coming in, you know, they're in the middle of their first year right now, you know, coming down to exams and everything, and you're talking to them, what's your biggest piece of advice you would give to those freshmen that are in the middle of their first semester? If
2: I had any advice to give, it would be, to utilize all of the resources on campus because they are there for a reason. Um, I avoided using resources for a while and it definitely caught up to me. So as a freshman, even with the pandemic, like to know that like we're all in this together, like it's I don't want anybody to feel alone and to know that the resources that RME provides is there for a reason. So don't be afraid to reach out, we're here to help you.
0: Great.
1: Um, for me, uh, the first thing that came to mind is actually living in the moment because I, I feel like as a college student, as a first year, you come in with like, okay, like I've been working my entire life to get to this one spot in terms of my college career and, and to start my my career in general, and we forget sometimes to live in the moment, to think about the experiences that you have, the opportunities, the way that it shapes you, like even in a, even in a pandemic, um, you know, find things that you're interested, find a new, a new self-care technique or find ways that make you happy. And then, and then you can look to the future and, but it's mainly important to live in the now because you only get the now one time and then it passes.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, that's a great place for us to stop. And I just want to thank both of you for everything that you're doing and for all that i mean i just got exhausted looking at the list of things that you guys are doing so thank you so very much for being there and i want to thank joe hale who's um, manning the console and making sure this actually gets recorded thank you sir and you've been listening to colonial connections and this is the school of education school of nursing education and human studies and we're focused on the community in rmu and blurring the lines that seem to separate us and I think you guys just were a great example of that. So thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing everybody when we're back here for the next edition of Colonial Connection.